right, guys. What's up and welcome to Booze and Banter, episode number 29. It's Oktoberfest season. It is one of the best seasons for beer drinkers of all time. It is officially October. More beer gets drank during Oktoberfest than anywhere else. $1.38 billion gets brought into the town of Munich over October during Oktoberfest. So I just want to say as a beer podcast, it's a it's a crazy holiday. And Fields is celebrating by not drinking all October during Sober October. October, baby. But will Munich really be celebrating this? So Oktoberfest has been happening for 210 years, and it's been canceled 24 times. This was one of those years. So I'll be celebrating $1.3 billion and I'll be going there. Uh, Fucking a shit ton of people won't be there. They won't be serving schnitzel. And they won't be wearing their lederhosen. What is a schnitzel? I'll I'll show you my schnitzel. What is a schnitzel? Yeah, is it like a a bread? A a schnitzel is uh, basically like really, really flat uh pork i think and then it's like oh. fried so it's Wait, like a what yeah i was, I was so off that was like a cinnamon roll or something no no no, well, no isn't there isn't there a wiener schnitzel and just schnitzel isn't there differences or are they the same essentially um that's a good question but i i know a schnitzel oh. as a uh, thin slice of meat that's fried fat um usually it's like it's like your uh uh country fried chicken that's what it looks like. You fucking reading this off the internet right now because I'm reading the exact same thing. Holy shit. I am not. Bullshit. Because you literally, word for word. It looks like a fried fish almost. How would I read this off the internet right this moment as we are podcasting? This is some. Boys, boys. Google is a tool that we use, okay? It's fine. No Google shaming. All right. Well, with that, we're going to start like every other week with our happies and crappies. And I'm going to let Mr. Lawrence go first. Oh, and I'm going to send mine over to Baca because he wanted to go first. Oh, put me on the spot. Happy of the week. The fucking Philadelphia Eagles got their first win, <laughs> and they are at top of the division, baby. <laughs> one, two, and one. Let's Ridiculous. go. What a division. God, we just, we're just such a tough division. It's such a tight race every year, and... We really only need seven wins to make the playoffs, and I guarantee we hit that mark, and I'm pumped up. Guarantee? I've been repping Eagles uh, gear all week. I am. This is day two of the Eagles gear. We're going to keep it rolling because I haven't been able to rep after Sunday much this year because it's been embarrassing. But after all that's been said and done, number one in the division doesn't sound too bad. What are um, you going to – so are you guarantee a playoff berth? I'm not guaranteeing that, but I'm saying in our division, I think you're only going to need seven wins to make So, are you guaranteeing seven wins this year? I am. Put it on the money. What is, seven what, wins. We need some, we need some uh, consequences if you don't get this. I think we need I, think I heard not, just one week ago a 4-12 and 12 prediction. Hey, a lot can change in a week. <laughs> a lot of confidence was shown that night. A lot of heart. A lot of... Practice squad receivers making big touchdown catches that uh, Mr. Nelson Aguilar couldn't do. Did so, Carson Wentz start that game? He did. Uh, Jalen Hurts actually came in in the fourth quarter and, and uh, fumbled. And then Carson Wentz took back over on second down and threw about a 45-yard dime to my boy Fulgham for a tutty. 
So I was so pretty they, hyped up. Who the hell is Fulgham? Exactly, practice squad. You know, we we step up. We 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 got people. We got depth. Don't no injuries can hold us back. Don't catch me next week. Actually, catch me next week after we beat the Pittsburgh Steelers in the Battle of Pennsylvania. Two two number one in their division giants going head to head. Imagine. There has to be something on the line for this. Something between you guys, you got to do bet something here. We should uh, we should put the next week's beer on the line. I'm completely fine with that. What do you? How so? Just whoever, whatever team wins buys. I buy you a beer, you buy me a beer, kind of a thing. For the review. Okay, I'm I'm fine with that. Let's get it. Uh, we can talk about that later. I'll go to my crappy. Well, time out before you do that. I want to say right now, no. No Blondales. <laughs> I'm so behind that. I couldn't drink oh, okay. one of those if I wanted to. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Uh, so crappies. Uh, I guess I don't really have too many uh crappy moments this past week, which is a plus. But um, Monday at work, I had a guy show up for 45 minutes, drank some orange Gatorade, then proceeded to drink a whole cup of hot coffee or uh, hot cocoa, and then. He's 50 years old, by the way, and then complained to his boss, my boss, that he was hung over and he felt like he was going to puke. And he thought the orange Gatorade and the hot cocoa didn't help. So he went home sick. Oh, well, this was oh, this was a uh, an employee. It was a co-worker. Was employee. Yep. Co-worker. I thought you were talking about a customer. I'm like, what? No, no, no. Co-worker yesterday went home from being too hung over and he was 50 years old. And that kind of like you you don't do that after like you turn twenty one right you 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 kind of know what's going on, but this man no shame hey I'm hungover I drink orange Gatorade I drink some hot cocoa I feel like I'm gonna puke I'm heading out boss. You should have bought him a gas station burrito those things always help. It might it might it might. On a mo- wait so yeah it was Monday yesterday yep. he did that right yep so. Basically, foot all day watching football. Was that what his excuse was, or, uh, or what does, was the re- doesn't he's he's a, a a different type of human being. He uh his sleep problems. So the way that he addresses them is he drinks to fall asleep. That is the biggest fucking bullshit I've ever heard. It's it's just what I've been hearing for the last year and a half here. Um, it's never affected him before. Maybe he had some bad vodka this week or something. But he, he was a mess. So, uh, yeah, that was that, I guess that's my only crappy, which isn't too bad. Does he get more points for showing up and then going home, or if he would just call in sick? Which which one is better? Definitely less points. Really, for showing Definitely. up? Yeah, because you show up, you're fifty, and you tell your boss. I'm hungover, man. I mean, I feel like I'm gonna puke, and then you go home. That's gotta be. That's gotta be so way less points. You, so you would think it's better just to call in and say and and be sick and then not even show up. Yep. Okay, I can. Okay. Yeah. I would 100. You don't have to. If you stay home, you can just let them know. Like, I don't. I don't feel good. I'm staying home. You don't have to tell them that you're hungover. Well, how how long has he worked there? Just a real short period of time? Or, uh, no, he's long? worked there longer. He's there about six months longer than me right now. Oh, so well, Is it his first time doing this? Yeah, since I've been there. See, I think at this point it was just one of those times he fucked up and he knew he fucked up. He tried to, he tried to push through it and he came in. And he's like, well, you know what? I can't do it. I got to be honest with you. I fucked up. 
Maybe it was truly the combination of orange Gatorade and hot cocoa that got I to him. I think the loser of next week's uh, Eagle Steelers game has to drink orange Gatorade and hot cocoa and see what happens to them. <laughs> okay. All right. Wow. I suppose I can go. Um, well, I have a whole bunch of happies and a couple crappies. Um, may take one of uh, <clears throat> Nick's uh, happies here, but it was a great weekend overall. Uh, went hiking at Maplewood. I wouldn't necessarily call it like, I mean, real tough hiking by any means. Yeah, it was kind of just, just trail walks, essentially. There was a couple steeper ones that weren't wasn't bad, but I wouldn't call it hiking. How much um, uh, horse shit did you see? Horse shit? Yeah, those trails, if you go off, if you don't, if you get off like the main ones, they have a lot of horse trails and they have a lot of horse crap. In my, really? In my experience over there. I did, did you see some, Nick? I didn't see a lot of horse shit at all. No, we didn't go on the horse trails. Yeah. Did you guys do the whole loop? No, we, we kind of just picked and choose. And because we had Eleanor, we didn't want to get too far away as well. So, we but it was like still really nice. And went down some little passages and just did our thing. Yeah, it was, it was great. Um, I did almost eat shit out of a tree and fall into the lake. But <laughs> so you somehow, climbed up a tree to eat some shit. I climbed up a tree for a picture, and the tree was the branch was like overhanging the water, and then I contemplated like just making the jump from the branch to the ground or just climbing back down. And I thought about it for a while, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go for it. I kind of went for the jump, but I actually I like swung on the branch with my with my hand, and as I swung, the branch just snapped and I fell. But I did still make it. But I thought for sure I was going in the water, but I did not. <laughs> um, I also went golfing, which that went well. Um, I played against Riley and Trevor, and uh, I I did win. So they bought the first round of drinks at B Dubs, which is where we watched. The- so that was good. Um, and then yesterday, Jen and I made a bomb-ass fort out of blankets, the El Clasico, and made some really, really good homemade cheesecake. And it was our first time making homemade cheesecake together, and it went very well. It was it was very good. And on top of that, I'm still undefeated in our fantasy league. I guess I can throw that out there, too. Fuck you. Yes, I would have. Nick would have beat every other person in the league except me. That was so bullshit. Like, even if I would have, like, there was no other player I could have potentially started. Even if I would have started Tom Brady and got 20 more points, I still would have lost. Yes. Yes. I, I feel your pain because I did not start Tom Brady in my other league. So, and I would have won if I would have started him. So, I would have still lost by three points. That's how well, good he played this week. Yeah. Yeah. My team, Odell Beckham had like two touchdowns in the first, like, eight minutes of the first quarter. So I was like, that's nice to see. But uh, yeah, that is a bummer. So I'm sitting as the only undefeated one there, which is nice. Is uh, cheesecake overrated or underrated? What's your guys' opinion? Depends on the cheesecake, man, in my opinion. It completely depends on the cheesecake. Personally, I think it's underrated. Nick's um, going to say over because he's no, no, lactose. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think cheesecake is underrated. Um, but that's probably just because I don't don't get to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's good. It really makes me feel bad. 
it, ours is ours is solid. So we were actually just gonna say, Jen and I just mentioned we're like, oh, we should bring some to Nick and Ash, and like, well, that sucks because Nick really can't have it. But well, I mean, you can't. A tiny sliver, you know me. I'll I'll take that. I'll take the L. Take, take it with a little bit of scene. strawberry. I've never seen someone more willing willingly be able to take an L from lactose <laughs> as you are, and I really do have to respect it because that's huge. Oh, it's so bad though. We'll, it's... Be, we'll be eating something, and they'll just be like, "Oh, I'm gonna pay for this later." <laughs> God damn, man, just don't eat it. <laughs> um, crappy is that Pittsburgh didn't play this week due to the Tennessee Titans having too much COVID, and also. Um, I kind of just got over like a little bit of a nasally sinusy type sniffle issue with a little bit of a sore throat. And Jenna is kind of just starting to get a little bit of a nasally sniffle sore throat. And I'm thinking she got it for me potentially. Um, nothing too serious. We've been really watching obviously symptoms and I never got like sick by any means or a headache or anything, any symptoms like that. It was just strictly kind of sinusy stuff and getting clogged up. So we're still monitoring, but I, I mean, I really, really doubt anything is actually the matter with us. So, yeah, who's next? I'll go. All right. So for my happy, uh, we kind of talked about it. Uh, hiking ish was fun. Um, took some took a cool picture of a butterfly. That was a that was a nice one. Um, a lot of photos, a lot of photography out there, which is always fun. And we, we one of my happies is kind of, it's kind of mean, but we, we went to outstate brewing and I was actually happy to see how much Cole hated it. Cause it was just funny. It was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like one of those moments where like we, we were just excited to get some flights and I feel like. You got unlucky with the beer that they ended up giving you. I I did get quite unlucky. I ended up liking one out of, and they gave you five beer flights. Usually they do give you four, and they gave you they gave us a five beer flight, and I I didn't mind the the chocolate stout. It wasn't bad, um, but other than that, it was the sour and the other and all the other ones were just not up my alley. I'm not gonna say they're bad, but they were just not. Not for me. They all had a similar earthy taste and a kind of an aftertaste that I didn't really appreciate. So I, I wasn't a big fan of them. And not to mention, like at at the first uh, sight of it, he got Cole got a hazy IPA. Comes out clear. This yeah. is fucking completely clear, like a locker. <laughs> oh shit! So this ain't gonna work out here. Yeah, it was like bad first impression. So um, food truck was slapping though. Um, yeah, and so that that makes up for it. Um, my crappy Eddie Van Halen died. I what I, I just saw that. I just I did that. not see that. Yeah, Van Halen. He died from throat cancer. Um, uh, Van Halen was uh one of the best guitar players of all time, but specifically oh, yeah. in the '80s. Um, he also played music with um, Michael Jackson, uh, the guitar solo from Just Beat It. He uh, created the guitar solo like in studio on the spot and then was able to like play it over and over again. Uh, made his own fucking guitar equipment to make it sound the way he wanted to. Like He, he was a true pioneer in uh, guitar. So the fact that he's dead is really sad. Um, and Eddie Van Halen will be missed 
by a lot of people. So that, um, that's my crappy. Was it, was it Van Halen that played with just some thick ass strings? Was that Van Halen? Yeah, yeah. Van Halen played with some of the thickest strings, one of the thinnest picks, and he froze his strings in the freezer because he felt like that made a different sound. And so he would throw them on right before the concert. And he just did his own thing, and and the world's a better place because of it. Do you know uh, what gauge those bad boys were? Because typically there's, is it is it 10, 12, and 14? Or what are they again? I yeah, should know this. It, yep, so he, I think he probably played on eights. And then uh, for his uh, low E string, he used a bass string, I believe. That makes sense, because I remember watching some... Um, licks he'd play not necessarily solos but he'd play some licks and i'm like god his strings are just massive and i'd especially see his bass string and i'm like geez that thing is just huge but so would he go a whole would he go like just an octave e like a whatever naturally that whatever natural bass e is on a bass guitar or would he just tune it to an e but it was just a bass like whatever is there a natural e on a bass do you know a lot of his um a lot of his music was in drop d um, yeah, that makes sense too. So he was able to tune it down and just create a little bit more tension on his guitar. Um, and now, after the Eddie Van Halen research that I did, uh, we have tapped it out. So that's what I know about Eddie Van Halen. Um, and that's how much I prepared for with this podcast. Nice. Well, good enough. I'm sure that's a lot more than your average person knows about Eddie, Eddie Van Halen. So that'll work. Rest in peace. All, All right, right, Fields. Peace. Okay, the only thing I really got to talk about right now is the Astros are up 2-0 right now against the, a- the A's. What happens if the Astros go back to the World Series and or win the World Series? What happens then? Anyone have opinions on this? Because if, if they come back off of this, this was supposed to be their shame year, but they had no fans, right? So they didn't really get that full experience. And then they come back and they actually have success not really in the regular season i think they were under 500 but currently in the playoffs they are having much success so what happened yeah like do you think do you think uh the public going to be even more mad if they come back or do you think it's just going to be over and they're going to be like hey fuck it i'm 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 over this um did they cheat not right now i don't think i don't know <laughs> Then it doesn't matter. They pulled their act together. They're back. They're good to go. They definitely got hit enough times in the regular season. Um, they got booed enough. They have Twitter pages that are about them. Uh, fucking what's-his-name started a YouTube channel and started vlogging after he outed the Astros. Um, Bauer? Anyhow, um, one, one a, a pitcher. But they have... Definitely worn the brunt, and they they've they've got it. They've they've taken it up the ass, and if they make it back to the World Series, it just proves that they're really good athletes, and they don't have to cheat to win. I know nothing about baseball. I learn everything from you guys. You you and Fields' conversation is what is my my baseball uh, education. I think moment. this is more of an ethical question, though. Um, so, let's say a football team cheats and wins two World Series. Or two World Series. Nice. Nice. They win two titles. Um, and then they come back again. And they're back in, in, in the championship game. Like, are you fine with it? 
Yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of sports can be. Uh, well, there was a big chunk of my life where I thought a lot of sports were just straight up rigged. But uh, everything but the WWE, right? And the MMA. <laughs> and the NBA. <laughs> no, the NBA. Sometimes I I question the NBA. Sometimes, man. When like the Warriors super elite team for a while, and the Rocket or in the yeah the Rockets and the the Heat for a while there too, but. Anyway, I'll uh, I'll pass that on. So wait, are, are you saying it's rigged because those really good teams do well or because they became teams? What, what are you, no, what are you saying? No, I think that's not necessarily why. I just think like some I think some games are scheduled to uh to win and lose. I can't put particular really? ones into into memory that I'm like, "Oh, well this Any one." Any game that is ref by Scott Foster is rigged. <laughs> There you go. Shut the fuck, fuck Scott Foster. How is this dude a fucking ref? Nonetheless, that head ref. This dude's fucking complete garbage, and that's my two cents. So who who did he fuck over? Everybody. Everybody. Not how just can the, you fuck over both teams? Not just he, the Rockets? Is it mainly the Rockets, let me tell you. <laughs> but Scott Foster literally hates Chris Paul. And he was on the Rockets last season. Well, so does everybody else. So then, how did not true? He's the president of the NBA. <laughs> everybody fucking loves Chris Paul. He's a fucking stand-up guy. There's, if you dislike Chris Paul, then you fucking are a Nazi. First of all, whoa, hot take. But this dude is. I'm going off topic. I just fucking can't, Scott. Not stand. off topic. Let it rip. I can't stand Scott Foster. This dude is complete garbage. He's fucking. Betty White would be a better head official than this motherfucker that just calls is Betty White random still alive? Yeah, she's, oh, yeah. she's if the queen's great. still alive, Betty White's still alive, baby, because she's America's queen. Dude, Betty White's going to outlive me. That, that, oh, what does Scott Foster look like? No, wait, if, oh, oh, this dude, I don't, dude, I don't even know who the hell this dude is, Scott this, Foster. This dude, after the OKC, or OKC Rockets game seven, he, I, I'm pretty sure he went up to Chris Paul. He's and he he made some snarky comment. I can't think about it right now, but it just pissed me off. Oh yeah, yeah, I do remember hearing about that. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's my Scott Foster rant for the night. So speaking of the the Rockets, did you see uh, Russell Westbrook tipped eight thousand dollars to the bubble staff and left his room so spotless? They said they wouldn't even have known that he stayed there, which makes me question if he even did stay there. And they just he dollars oh. not say anything. It, yeah, uh, it, was, but, it was hush money, baby. But at yeah. the same time, like Russ kind of drives me fucking up a wall. But that's a good thing that he did. That's pretty. I, sweet. I did see that, and I do respect that he did that. I I saw a comment that he made to see that um that he confirmed doing that, and he said. They took such good care of us in the bubble. They went above and beyond to do their job. And I just felt like I was doing the right thing because they did such a great job. <laughs> so did, like, the, the maids and stuff, did they also stay in the bubble? Was, was everybody quarantined? I guess it's a bubble, yeah, right? You're, so you're no there. One, you're so there. no one leave, right? Yeah. Okay. Imagine how much they got paid to stay in the bubble. I bet we can look it up. I'm sure. I'm sure we could. The, the University of Google could really tell us a lot right now, um, but that's pretty sweet. And then one more piece of news on the NBA. Uh, we talked about it being Bronny's birthday. Did you see LeBron's post about Bronny's birthday? 
Yes, it was super cute. I did not. I did not. Did you think it was cute? Because did you read what he said? Yeah, I called him Kittelab, but that, I mean, he, he, I mean, what what was your issue with what he said? It, it sounds it like you have an that. issue. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. Someone's, someone it's, read it out. It's when Braun can't do anything but make it about himself. And so he, he posts this really cute thing about his son and, you know, classic LeBron, huge fucking caption. And then he says, thank you for allowing me to be your inspiration, your leader, listener, mediator mentor like lebron always, LeBron always has to be that guy he's that always so fucked up guy. and uh, so it's, it's his son's birthday and he says thank you for allowing me to be this great person I, I, that he, that's what he's saying? I, i'm not a big lebron fan but i took it more as like a more of a loving dad than like trying to get the attention away from oh, Bonnie, I, in my opinion i i agree i just that's it's just the one thing that lebron does with Constantly. everything is he's always like yeah 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 booms i gotta sell myself i gotta sell my brand and then like yeah so well, i am surprised on your take here nick because you're all about selling baby you're all about that sale i am i am but with lebron he's just so bad at it because he's 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 not like right in your face with it but it's also there so you kind of have to read into it um, like at least Jordan was just like, yeah, I'm fucking like selling Jordans to everybody else on the court here, and because I'm the best, Le- LeBron's little he backs he's, away a little bit. So you thinking he's trying to be slick, but he's just not slick slick enough? Is that what you're saying? Not, he's not Chris Paul, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He's not dude, the Chris, boys. The Knicks are trying to tr- or have a trade package for Chris Paul. You I see saw that? that. I did see that today. Who the hell wants a forty-year-old Chris Paul? How much aren't the Knicks giving away like three players and a couple draft picks? I mean, they're they're so young that that mentor could do a lot. I mean, look at what he did with OKC. No one thought they'd make the playoffs, and they went to Game Seven with the Rockets. I mean, that Chris Paul is a leader. Uh, if he's on a team with a bunch of young, developing guys, that's that's a trait that you're gonna want on your team. Are the Knicks a, a better run franchise than the Timberwolves? That's my that's my question. Long run, yeah. I mean, but it, within it gets, the last decade or two, it kind of seems like they're neck and neck. Then, <laughs> but the Timberwolves just don't get that uh, don't get that publicity because they're the Tim fucking Minnesota Timberwolves. Right, they don't get the national publicity. Yeah, you're right. They a bunch of what ownerships are a bunch of fucking snakes, according to Kevin Garnett. Snakes in the grass, baby. Hey, Jimmy Butler left that ass for, and then now he's in the finals. So some something needs to change. What's up, dude? I f- I fucking love Jimmy Butler. I dude, love Jimmy, Jimmy buckets Butler. is going off. He was going off. I'm so excited to watch this game tonight. Uh Bam is back. That's right. Bio. That's gonna be yeah. a big because they 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 won that last game without Goran Dragic, without Bam, and they went in there and won. Um, LeBron walked off at with 10 seconds left on the clock. He walked to the locker room off the court when the game was over last game. And that kind of, that kind of put some salt in my mouth. Cause that, that's a disrespectful thing to you. You stay until the end of the game. I don't care if it's an L. Nah, see, I got no problem, man. You may hell fucking walk off halfway through the fourth quarter. I don't give a damn. How many times has he been there? Nine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's good. I suppose I don't think he's I don't I don't know man that is just it's disrespectful in a in a way 
to me. It's Le- it's LeBron James's finals. It's LeBron James's bubble. It ain't nobody else's bubble. He can walk in. He can walk out. He can pop that bubble for all we fucking care. Another thing about the bubble, you can you can thank Chris Paul for the season being the thing continuing. So that's another great thing that Chris Paul did. He's the president, and he set that whole thing up. So shout out Chris Paul. No slander for Chris Paul here. Uh, I was gonna say I think you've been shouting him out this whole time, almost just not actually shouting him out. You right. had nothing bad to say about him. I just, do. Disrespect. I. What's your opinions on if we're right before we change topics out of the NBA? Uh, the Tyler Hero snarl at the end of the game last night. What's y'all opinion? You guys, you guys, have you seen that? I fucking loved it. I've seen all over Twitter, dude, just snarling. I love it, dude. That man's got some swag for a twenty-year-old kid. He does. He does. I just saw some memes about it. I didn't really see. Uh, I didn't see a live or anything. I mean. I guess I don't really have a, I don't have too much of an opinion on it. I guess because I didn't, I didn't get the context of it. I didn't see the context or the actual when it happened. So I guess I have nothing, nothing to say on it. I guess. While we're still on the subject, who y'all thinks winning the game tonight? Lakers up two one in the series. Who do I think is, it's who do I think is gonna win th- this game or who do I hope is gonna win this game? Because that's who two do you answers. think is gonna win tonight? I'm gonna every time every game is. I'm gonna think the Lakers are gonna win. That's just my opinion. I think there's a way better team, but I want the fucking Heat to win. I love the Heat. I love Jimmy Buckets, baby. I think. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say I'm the exact same as as Cole. I I think the Lakers will win, but I want the Heat to win. Um, I got a lot of friends that are Heat fans. I personally don't even have a favorite basketball team. If I had to pick a favorite basketball team, it'd probably be the Heat. But I don't follow basketball or baseball that much. I follow basketball a lot more than I do baseball, that's for sure. But it's still not near as much as I follow football. So um, I would say I want the Heat, but I think the Lakers. Go ahead, Nick. There's this weird thing in sports called momentum. And he oh, momentum. And so they're going to ride this tide as long as they can. They're going to win tonight. And then it's going to be a series again. It's tied up. It's like nothing ever happened. Momentum. It's on Jimmy Butler's side. It's on Hero's side. They've got it. I think Jimmy Butler is so cutthroat. I think he knows LeBron's going to come out here tonight just fucking trying to ball. And he's going to go up to a fucking LeBron and say, hey, Fuck you and fuck Brownie. Fuck his birthday. <laughs> I'm taking this game and I'm fucking bringing it home 2-2 and you're getting swept the rest of the way. Let's go, Heat. Let's go. Fuck them kids. Fuck them kids, Keisha. And and before we leave, I want Udonis Haslam to have another ring on his finger, dude. That <laughs> guy's been league for way too long. Dude's so, a Miami Heat living legend. That is true. Miami what Heat living legend. That dude's an NBA living legend. He is the... He couldn't even play the NBA. It wouldn't even matter, and he would have been a living legend. He is the dude. Dude, he is so old now. Like, when you see him on the bench, he looks like he's 60 years old. I swear to God. I remember (laughs) playing, like, back in the day, NBA Live 2005, and he was on that team with D-Wade. And when D-Wade was just going off, and now he's still playing? Jesus. What do you got, three three rings already? Going for a fourth? (laughs) You fucking bet. 
NBA 2K6, I believe, or 2006, he was a kind of a bad motherfucker on there. Not going to lie. <laughs> I love all of the old sports games, man. Like, anything past 09, don't even bother. But, like... Yeah, it's, it's just got to be nostalgia, right? That's oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, there's nothing better than playing with Vic or, yes. or McNabb on the Eagles or, yes. or like, just... Peyton Manning or something. Oh, Peyton Manning when he's on the Broncos. That's that's later than 09, though. But hey, yeah, that's like 2015. <laughs> yeah, I know. Five years ago, man. But that that, well, he, no, but he he is the like the best quarterback of all time in that game. Like out of any game. Well, actually, Danian Thompson in oh what year was it for the Chargers where he was just a freak. He was really good then too. But Vic is probably one of the most unfair, actually. Now that I'm thinking of it. But I just loved hit-sticking. Just hit-sticking people, running them over, and just keep going, making your own 99 overall character that's just tiny, and just using <laughs> your spin move that gains you speed so much every time you use it. But yeah, but oh. with Michael Vick back then, it's like you didn't have to make a character, your 99 overall quarterback, because he was that guy. The only problem yeah. is he would fumble a lot, but that was the only problem. But you run the run the verts, and then fucking run it with Vic or something. Yeah, exactly. Just do a bootleg and don't pass the ball. Just run it and you can you gain at least like seven, eight yards every time. It's not fair. Whew. Welcome back. Sorry, I uh, Nick brought me over. I asked him to bring me over a 40 of Bud Light and I drank it a lot quicker than I thought I was going to and the bladder did not agree. <laughs> that makes sense. We were talking about uh, pre-09 Madden games. Oh, Madden, Madden 04. Michael Vick on the cover? Fucking oh, can't yeah. beat me on the game. GameCube, see you later. <laughs> I <laughs> was, uh, I think my favorite would probably be 06 or 07 with, uh, oh god, number 35 for the Seahawks. Big boy. Running back. Oh, oh Sean Alexander? Sean uh-huh. Alexander, yes. Yes, he is, uh, that was probably my game. I love that. I love doing the drills and everything in that game, too. In that game too. It was just, oh, that was just a fun game. But I also played a lot of GameCube games back in the day. Best counsel, GameCube, fortunate. Retweet. Dude, it's got a handle. You can walk around with it like a briefcase. That's when you know it's <laughs> That was one of my favorite parts. I would grab it by the handle. My brother would be like, Cole, you're going to drop it. I'm like, no, dude, this is a specified handle for the fucking thing. I'm just a brick, baby. Undroppable, unbreakable. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, and I love that the discs were tiny. I love that. GameCube's goaded. For my, uh, oh my god, ninth, tenth birthday, my mom gave me the option. She said, for your birthday, you can either get a GameCube or an Xbox. And you know I chose the fucking GameCube, and that was the best choice of my life. <laughs> yes. I was like, kind of wanted the xbox but i'm my nine-year-old ass only wanted to play mario baseball so i got that gamecube <laughs> she saved a couple hundred bucks probably on everything when it was all said and done and i got myself one of the best consoles of all time yep. all the all the mario games for the wii too were just great so, every single for the, wii? For, the wii? For, for the not for the wii for the gamecube <laughs> hey, i was so stressed for a second god i the saw wii. they released mario sunshine on the switch and that got me kind of excited. Oh, I'm going to sell my Switch. I do think I'm going to sell a Switch because I don't play it like 
at all ever. Stop this bullshit. You're gonna. We already know Grace is pregnant. You're gonna have a kid in nine months. Give oh, it two Jesus. years, and you're gonna be playing video games with that child. I'm gonna have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what you're gonna do when you have that baby? Every night you come home, you're gonna crack a beer. So I think it's about time for us to hit that brew review. God, wait. Me and Dub Larson kicking back, drinking beers, playing Nintendo. <laughs> Dub Larson, sounds better. Dub Liz, baby. It Dub Larson, wizard. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, tonight we got a pretty good brew review for you. Um, again, uh, Fields is doing Sober October, so he's going to be reviewing some future, some going on there. That's Maybe right. He's just going to give us a thought. I don't know. Um, but from Beaver Island Brewing, we got the Oktoberfest Martin Lager. Like I said, it is October. And then from Surly Brewing Company, we got Damien, Child of Darkness Ale. Uh, 6.5 alcohol by volume. Um, so we're going to crack these BS. Give it a go, Fields. You've been drinking that all night long. You want to start off? Absolutely. For all those people out there that's never drank kombucha, you're missing out. You're missing out on one of the most delectable, eloquent, drinks ever made it's a an old 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 drink that was has been passed down from generations to generations um this is a gt dave's with classic mass produced kombucha very good i got a golden pineapple here it's like exactly what you want that little crisp aftertaste the, the perfect pineapple um you know in your mouth good to go it's in my mini fridge all day every day that's all i got to say about that on to the real booze reviews who's up all right well um Bach and i are reviewing the same beer tonight um so we have the beaver island brewing oktoberfest martzen lager um a martzen is a classic german style beer they're extremely malty barely any hop flavors in them and they are brewed with a uh, specific like vienna uh lager malts, uh, things like that. So it is, well, Bach, you, you, you've been trying it out. Do you want to explain no, it? No, 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 don't pass on. Pass <laughs> okay. that shit. Pass that Bach. Bach, what's your first initial thought before Nick continues? What's your first initial taste buds popping out of your mouth thought? Uh, uh, no hops kind of catches me off guard nowadays because I've been drinking mainly IPAs and this this has no hops to it. It was kind of like a um, uh, thicker, heavier. I don't know how to explain it. Um, I guess I'll go here now. I don't have any. I've never drank an Oktoberfest type of beer before in my life. I don't think, um, to my knowledge. But you know, here's here's the box special, big gulp, and fucking instant instant reviews. <laughs> Take that sip. That's a big gulp. Holy cow. Yeah, that's, that's a half can gulp. And uh, I can't say I dislike it. Uh, I would go with my previous statement saying it's it's, it's uh, no hops, of course. But it's also, it, it's dark. You get that, I don't know, syrup. I've never I've never really drank one of these before, so I don't know how to describe, describe it. But it's not bad. Um, Nick's going to give you the full review because I kind of half-assed it not knowing what I was drinking, but it's not bad. I wouldn't personally put it into my mini fridge just 
because of the fact that I don't drink lagers that much. But this is not a bad lager to drink. Like I have nothing bad to say about it. It's got a good. It's got a good taste. Um, it goes down easy. Um, yeah, that's what I gotta say. It won't go in my mini fridge, but I would drink it again. So okay. Um, this beer is very very classic uh, style Oktoberfest Martzen. Uh, so the difference between Martzen's and actual Oktoberfest beer is we in the states brew them a little bit darker because this is what we can get our hands on. Um, so their uh, malts don't actually produce as much sugar as ours do, um, which is why in October. Oktoberfest, like actually over in Munich, the beer is a lot lighter than what we have, but this is what we got. Uh, so it has molasses flavor to it. Um, it's a very strong, like sweet beer, but it's not like to the porter side of it. So uh, imagine a lager, like your Bud Light or something, and just add a little bit of cane sugar, add a little bit of molasses to it, and that's what you're basically drinking. Because um, in Germany, you have to brew beer with um, only grains, hops, yeast, and water. You can't add any adjuncts. Um, so they do some like heavy malting on things. They do some, um, like they use different grains to create like a flavor. So in the States, what we would probably do if we wanted a sweet beer is just add sugar. They're not allowed to do that in Germany. So that's why you get this like really bready, very heavy beer, like a Martzen. Um, they're good. They're like 6%. Uh, they obviously go very well with a sausage. Maybe if you want to put a liter hosen on, uh, it probably tastes even better. Um, if you want to listen to some bagpipes or some shit like that. What the hell is a liter hose? Is that the skirt? Liter yeah, hose? That's, that's, yep, that's the men's, men's skirt. I didn't um, realize and, that was a German thing. That's a German thing. And if you wanted even to listen to some accordion, maybe put pour it in a boot. Um, a drinking boot. Uh, it tastes really, really good. Um, but these beers are in, enjoyable in October, and then you get sick of them. So Baca, just bask in the warmth of the Oktoberfest for right now, the Martzen. This is only in my mini fridge in October, and then it's fucking so far away from my mini fridge. One last thing I have to add about this beer after a couple more sips, it's very, very malt-forward. Um, that, that's what I have to add, but yeah, I agree with you. It's not bad. I don't dislike drinking it. I don't think I'd put it in my mini fridge, but if someone puts this in front of me, I'm drinking no problem. See, Oktoberfest, I'm not really a huge fan of Oktoberfest style beer ever. Like, it's like, I'll drink it if it's, if you're at like the festival, because it's like the thing to do, right? But it's like the beer itself, at least the ones I've had, it's not, it's not anything special in my opinion. So... I originally thought, kind of when I first started drinking, I guess, that I, that I kind of liked, I kind of forced myself to say that I liked Oktoberfest. But now the more I have them, the more they're, like, they're not bad. It's, like Nick said, it's, it's strictly, like, the mood. You know, it's like, it's October, I'm going to have an Oktoberfest. I'm like, like, don't get me wrong, during Oktoberfest, I'm taking down Oktoberfest beers. You know, I'm not going to... I'm not going to be that guy. I'm going to have Oktoberfest beer at Oktoberfest in October. But after that, that's that's about it. So I, I'd agree with that. But uh, I just wanted to kind of agree with you, Cole, because I, I, I like wish I did more, but I only have them in October. And I don't really enjoy them as much as I enjoy others. But 
Um, <clears throat> on to me, I suppose. I, I think I'm next here. I have uh, Damien, Child of Darkness Ale um, by Surly Brewing Company. 6.5% alcohol by volume. I got myself a pint here. Um, you can't. You can't miss the can. I know I've showed you guys, but I mean, it's uh, straight out of a horror movie. Is that um, Chucky or something? Or is it like, I what? love the can on that. Yeah, look at that. It's uh, it's like a little... It's, it's not like a porcelain Chucky. doll. Yeah, it's like a baby porcelain doll with black eyes and a crack running down its face and what looks like sharp teeth. It looks just like... Literally looks like a, a horror movie um, cover photo. Uh, so you can't miss it if you see a beer that's that's this scary looking. You probably found yourself Damien, Child of Darkness Ale. Um, it's got an excerpt, so that is a that is a good good thing for me here. Let me read it. Let me get into character. Hold on. <clears throat> From the blackest depths of the brew house, Damien. A dry, hopped black ale spawns from the usually discarded remnants of darkness. Flavors of roasted malt and dark brown sugar are suffocated by hop aromas reminiscent of tangerine and pine. And that's what it says there. It is very... (laughs) (laughs) I'm confused at why they're adding... why, Why it says, like, tangerine. I think the tangerine is kind of what's throwing me off. This beer sounds terrible. I'm gonna say it right now. I don't know how it's gonna taste because I was kind of I kind of blanked out halfway through because I was getting confused. But hearing that, I don't want to drink this beer. <laughs> well, so the aftertaste of it slightly reminds me of like a scottish ale um which i really like stone's throw which is a scottish ale so it 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 has an aftertaste of stone's throw almost but i would say uh, it's not it's a little bit darker than stone's throw i looked down at it and it look it's like a root beer it looks like a dark like a homemade root beer like a really dark root beer color almost um i mean and it is a a dark um black ale so that makes sense but it's it's not the best flavored out there oh the tangerine i i taste pine i don't even i think the tangerine was just they just put that in the excerpt just to say it because i don't taste any tangerine and i think that's honestly what i don't like because i think they tried to put tangerine in it and it just mixed everything up um i taste a little bit of pine at the end i really don't like a lot of pine flavor in my beers. I've really figured that out too. Some pine isn't bad, but it's a pretty potent pine um, after you in the aftertaste. So uh, not a huge fan. It's not bad. Uh, I think they could have done better. I think it pretty much tastes like what the can looks like though. So that's good. Like you'd expect it to be <laughs> dark and you'd expect it to be, you know, it's not bright and lively. You're not going to be having this on a hot summer day. You're not going to be, you know, having this in the spring or anything, it's strictly like it's storming outside and it's 30 below and I'm pissed off. So I'm going to have a Damien. So I imagine like your, your 
It's storming outside, okay? It's like October. It's almost Halloween. You turn on a Tim Burton movie, Nightmare Before Christmas, and you crack a Damien, and you get freaky with Tim Burton and a Damien. Is, is that about what, what, what would be going on? Well, getting freaky with Tim Burton and Damien sounds like a, a nasty little threesome I don't want to even get involved in. So... I don't know. I'm not going to be putting this one in my mini fridge. I'll watch some Tim Burton, but I'm not going to watch it with Damien. So, <laughs> not going to my mini fridge. And that's, uh, that's what I got to say about that. He is a creepy little <laughs> bastard, Damien. But... Be careful how you talk about Damien. He might come out of the can and haunt your ass, dude. He might, man. He's creepy as shit. Now he's just, I'm going to turn him away from me. I'm turning away. I can't, though, because my. Uh, my can I is. I want actually... you to sleep with that on your nightstand, looking at you directly the whole night. Uh, fuck no. No, thank you. Not not a part of that. I mean, eh, maybe I will. Maybe I will just to prove that I'm not scared of him. You're gonna All wake right, up with? Oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was I was talking on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that wraps up the brew review for episode number twenty nine of Booze and Banter. Again, we reviewed Damien, Child of Darkness, Ale. Uh, not going to the mini fridge. And then we also reviewed the Oktoberfest Martin Lager from Beaver Island Brewing. Only goes in my mini fridge for four short weeks. And then what was that kombucha that we reviewed again? Ah, it's just kombucha, baby. It's GT Dave's. It's always, no matter what style it is, it's always in the mini fridge. Just drink some kombucha. It's good for the soul. Again, that was the brew review of episode number twenty-nine. Um, so I, I do have an announcement before we hit up our would you rather's and wrap this up. Um, boozeandbanter.com. It's coming soon. I started working on it. Ooh-wee! That's yeah. right, baby. So we're gonna have a. Uh, our beer that went into a mini fridge. We're going to have a mini fridge button. We're going to have our rejects button. We're going to have our fuck Samuel Adams button. Okay. <laughs> and all it's going to have is just a logo of Samuel Adams. And then if you like Samuel Adams, feel free. Then to fuck you're, you're you. not allowed on the website if you oh, like no, no, Samuel no. Feel, Adams. <laughs> feel free to email us the beer that you like. And then we will send you back a picture of Fields flipping you off. Um, that's a guarantee. <laughs> um, and, and so we're we're also gonna have um, I I would like at least I haven't consulted with you guys yet but a uh, link just to podcasts we like to listen to um, so that maybe if you guys are listening to us uh, you can see some podcasts that we listen to and where we kind of derive some of our um, creativeness from. So that's coming soon. I'm not guaranteeing it's gonna come fast because I want it to actually be. Uh, navigatable and and decent, and I have to go through every single episode and see what we've actually drank because my spreadsheet um has not happened yet. So <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> yeah, Fuck. That spreadsheet that never never uh, has been created yet that we talk about every episode. You know, it just... yeah, it's funny. It's funny that I started creating a website before I started creating a spreadsheet. Because fuck Excel, that's why me. <laughs> But yeah, so that that's a little bit of an announcement. Um, one, you know what? I've what? also I've also looked into another thing, um, <laughs> just because it it just seems fun. Um, so I actually uh, reached out to a guy on Alibaba to see <laughs> to see how much it would be to get booze and banter branded darts. <laughs> <for> <laughs> <the> darts. <laughs> 
Yeah, and what <laughs> and it's really not that bad. So there might be a shop, like, and Ash <laughs> might be mad if I spent some money, but I just think that's hilarious. Like, just imagine awesome. Boots Banter branded beard arts. Like, fucking... Oh, okay, as long as they're beard arts. We gotta get Booze and Banter branded beard arts. I thought you were saying... I mean, you probably could get regular darts, but different you tips. thought they were cigarettes or what? <laughs> yeah. Booze. Booze we are not selling cigarettes. booze. Yeah. The smoothest cigarettes you could ever have. Dude, if, <laughs> if we had a branded cigarette and we really started distributing, we'd probably be rich. If we had a branded c- cigarettes, I would smoke them every day. Just, just to show off the brand, baby. It'd be like the show Mad Men. Basically, they're trying to sell cigarettes through the whole entire show. Yeah. <laughs> We'd be yeah. basically doing that, but just booze and banter branded cigs. We could probably get Luke Combs. We could easily get Luke Combs. He smokes cigs oh. and drinks beer. Easy, easy. Beer never broke his heart, man. He'd love to drink some beer. <laughs> That's a fucking fact. Luke Combs with his booze and banter, si- banter cigs, booze and banter fucking beer darts. Um, what do you think Luke Holmes' favorite beer is? That, well, that, that's my real question. Bud Light? Uh, Bud Pabst, Blue Ri- Pabst Blue Ribbon. PBR in a bottle. So? Let, me oh, look yeah. up, let, let me look up a picture of Luke Holmes real quick. Let's see what kind of beer he's drinking. Well, he's always got the red Solo cup because he doesn't have a brand deal yet. All right, Bach, you got a would you rather? Or are you uh, still looking him up? I do, I do. I have one this week. I, I had all set up. Relax, Ooh. relax. <laughs> Would you rather taste everything you touch or you. not be able to taste anything at all? Uh, it's Miller Lite is the only beer I see with Luke Combs, FYI. Before <laughs> um, Would I rather taste everything I touch or not taste anything at all? I'm going to start this off real quick. I'm going to say I'd rather not taste anything at all because I put my hands in some nasty-ass crap, okay? I'm, I'm not even going to try to talk about this in any other way besides that because, it's, it, you, like, you, you wipe your ass, you accidentally, you know, you get a little, little, little smudge on there. Oh, you're tasting that. Even if you don't, you're tasting toilet paper. You're tasting everything you ever touch. I'm at work. I'm touching diesel and oil. I'm tasting that every day. Oh, get, the, get that off of me. I'm never tasting again. I'm going after, I'm only eating broccoli. I'm only eating crunchy things. No taste. I'm just going after crunch after that, baby. All right. <clears throat> I would rather taste everything I touch. And I would just wear gloves all day. So you're, that you're way. Tasting, you're tasting plastic latex all day. You get used fu- to it. That, that's fine. All day until I'm ready to eat. And then I will take my gloves off and I will touch what I want to eat. Do you absorb the nutrients? Because then I wouldn't even put anything in my mouth. I just You kind of like suck things I, up. I highly doubt fingers. it. I think you still got to eat. But it'd be weird because if you would be like holding your holding the bun of a burger but taking a bite, all you would taste is the entire bun. So you have to like eat your burger kind of per you piece. You have someone to throw the food into your mouth so you don't touch it. Yeah, something something weird. But... I just know that I would hate not being able to taste taste... the air around you. Like if someone farts, do you taste that fart? Mm, You you don't. You don't. Everything you touch, you're touching the air, right? You're moving your hand around, touching all the dust in the air. God, sober fields is more annoying than fucking (laughs) drunk fields on Would You Rather. This dude's bringing up all the possibilities. You're tasting everything, man. Every time you, everything. Do you? Do you usually? 
do you normally taste people's farts just in your mouth with your regular taste buds when they fart around you? I have, yes. I, I have. have. Well, if it's a potent enough fart, then yeah. That's, I mean, yeah, that's a good point. Like, if it's a potent enough fart, you're tasting it anyway. Yeah. Why are you double tasting it? Your hands are lower to, like, to, like, the butt area, you know? It's just... I'll double taste a fart. My question is, like, if you taste everything you touch and someone farts, can you just touch the desk and be like, now now I'm tasting the desk instead of your fart? Like, you can get out of it quickly? I would I'm say so. You totally can. I'm yeah, afraid. So there's I'm afraid ways I'm... around it. I'd become addicted to like certain tastes, like like a desk. You know, like you you really like the taste of a desk, and you like you couldn't get enough of it. You just keep touching a desk or something. You know, that's how I'm afraid. That looks less weird than you licking a desk. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, I guess. <laughs> but I would, but I would never lick a desk. I would never become you know like addicted to something weird like that. Well, okay, so I'll go here um, as a father of a three month old, a four month old. Yeah, wow, she made it. Um, I could not taste with my hands. She pukes on my hands. Sometimes <laughs> there's poop on the hands. And I and Cole Cole knows. Like I don't change diapers. I'm not good with that shit. But when I have to, I'm very messy about it and there's poop everywhere and I'm crying <laughs> and she's crying and the cat's freaking out. And it's just a bad fucking situation. God bless Ashley. But I know that I would not remember to glove up every time I touched the baby. Like, you wake up in the middle of the night to change your diaper and you have to glove up? Like, no. But if I didn't remember to glove up, I'd be tasting urine. So I'd rather not taste anything because of this little fucking baby that I brought into the world. I just want to throw out to you guys before we go any further. This was a very close race on the Reddit. It had 5.8k votes. 2.7k of the votes went to taste everything you touch. 3.1k went to the loss of taste. Yeah, that's pretty close. I just couldn't. I don't think I could taste everything. I think you would remember to glove up because coming. I think... uh, Cool. When it's 3 o'clock in the morning, I barely remember I have a baby, period. <laughs> I don't well, know if I'm going to be remembering you put, you put those gloves in every room. You got gloves in every room, and you just slap those babies on because you'll, you'll, you'll probably do it once, and then you'll remember what piss and shit tastes like, and then you'll remember to quickly put those gloves on. That's That's and, and you'll remember what puke tastes like because you'll be puking and cleaning yep. up your own puke. That's a good point, too. I just think it would be easier. It'd just be so much easier if you didn't taste it. But yeah. then it, then food food is just not apparent anymore. You might as well just eat like dirt. Exactly. Yeah. Imagine might how well. chiseled I would be if I didn't have any sense of taste. That's right. Wait, you, wait, wouldn't get, I mean, no, all... you wouldn't get any you wouldn't get any of your uh, your nutrients. You're just gonna you're still gonna have to buy the food, but you're not you're gonna have to spend the money on expensive food to get your nutrients and shit, but never taste it. Yeah, that that's tough though. My answer is, uh, I would rather taste everything in touch because we wouldn't be able to do this podcast without being able to taste our beer. So that's my argument. Your, you just dip your hands in the beer. <laughs> Sucking fiddle fingers. <laughs> oh baby, that's a good one. You're just oh, it's going right in my mini fridge. Your beer. Oh, <laughs> you'd have to talk good. about like the. 
the actual feel of the beer rather than the mouthfeel. Yeah. <laughs> this one feels wet. <laughs> Every week it starts with that. This one feels very wet. As I'm as I'm making little splashes with my finger, I can tell I'm gonna like this beer. <laughs> oh, open the can. I put my finger in the hole. It's stuck, but I love the smell. Of the <laughs> I just severely cut my finger it is dangling in the beer i did not pour it into a glass i went straight through the cap <laughs> all i could taste is blood <laughs> <laughs> it is everywhere <laughs> oh, God. that's a tough oh. question it's like it's like a lose lose and really which would is. you rather lose more that's tough. I I thought that was a good one. That's my two cents. That was a good one right that there. That is a good one. I am sticking with I would rather taste everything I touch and just be very careful. Fair enough. See. All right. I, back to the fart. You 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 can't feel air. <laughs> what right? do you can't feel air? I feel air right like, now. I mean, when when a fan's on or something, but it's like everything you touch. I, if if it got down to that. You're like, touching. I would go with last sense of taste, but like, I know I'm touching it, but I'm not fucking touching it. You can't touch air. You're like, you're, yeah, you got like dust in the air, dude. You're touching all that all the time. You're always touching it. Fair. That's that's tough. I'm I'm a, I still stick with lost sense of taste. Oh, with that, before we end, <laughs> I'm trying. Before we end here, if you. Taste everything you touch. You could just walk around with your hands in Ziploc bags of really good tasting food. Like you're walking around with gloves full of applesauce and you're just tasting applesauce all day, baby. Nobody? Nobody? Yeah, I can't remember. Applesauce or nicotine? One of the two. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably just walking around holding a cigar all day. But anyhow, with that, that was episode number 29. A booze and banter again. We reviewed Damien Child of Darkness Ale, uh, 6.5%. Spruce Tips, Tangerine, Scary Little People. They're just all going to give you a fucking bad time. Oktoberfest Martin Lager from Beaver Island Brewing. It's an award-winning beer. Um, extremely malty. All that jazz. Neither of them are going to our mini fridge, um, except for mine. We'll be in there for about four weeks. And then kombucha. Drink any of them. That mushroom juice is some good shit. Hell yeah. Um, Except the algae flavor. Except for the algae flavor. That's not the best. But again, that was episode number 29 of Boova's Banter. What we gotta know? Fuck Samuel Adams. The MMA is very different than the NBA. Just and like fuck the Scott GameCube Foster. is very different than the Wii. But you can play the GameCube on the Wii. That's true. Baka, any... uh. Words of wisdom. We need Baca's words of wisdom at the end. Uh, he who pee and wind get wet. <laughs> All right, guys. That was episode number 29 of Booze and Banter. Thank you so much for listening. Time to watch a basketball game. Good night. Peace. <laughs>